let it go. You know, the nifty little backpack full of your life's emotional baggage that you've kind of had strapped on for so long, it feels like another appendage. Let it go. I know it's easier said than done, especially when you are really pretty comfortable with the weight and even have convinced yourself that it's your job to carry it around. You deserve it. It's part of the deal, you say to yourself, but not anymore. Here's how to dump the emotional baggage once and for all. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Welcome to Badass Midlife, a podcast for women in midlife where we talk about past hangups, regrets, guilt, and how the ups and downs have made us into the resilient women we are today. We talk about what to let go of, how to move on, and how to do your midlife like a badass. Enjoy the show. Hey friends, welcome to episode 61 of the Badass Midlife podcast. Thanks so much for joining today. I really, really am personally attached to this topic today. It's about dumping emotional baggage once and for all, because friend, it is time to move on. We all have it. Things that we carry around with ourselves, we hang on to mistakes, to areas where we've fallen short in our life, and we never really resolved them or answered them for ourselves. We just kind of just shoved them down and just feel like, okay, that was just part of you know, my past, not super proud, don't feel great about where I have fallen short in my life, but it's fine. I'm just going to carry it around with me because it is my destiny to just carry around the mistakes, the things that I've said, the the way I've treated people, all of the stuff, maybe those little things that just kind of ha- have added up over time. And you've just decided that, you know, you're just such a terrible person that you just are doomed to carry this around with you forever. And that's just not true. You know, there comes a point where we really have to dump the emotional baggage for good so that we can actually move ahead. It's a lot to hold on to. So today I want to talk about five little steps that you can do to kind of help you do that. Okay, first, number one, reflect with caution and then forgive yourself. I know that's super, again, easier said than done, but when you reflect on the past, it is a little bit dangerous, right? Especially when you've convinced yourself of something for so long about who you are or what you deserve, you may not even know the real truth anymore. But the truth is that things happened, okay? You were a different person with different life circumstances. And what motivated you in those moments would not motivate you now, probably, right? It's like you were a different version of yourself. And of course you were, because with age, things change for us. You know, we uh, learn different things. We learn coping habits. We we dump some vices that we have. Like you just get to a different place. So step one is just ask yourself if the guilt, the shame, the regret, or the anger even that you are holding on to, because this could be about anger to other people. That's emotional baggage too. It's not just things you've done, but 
maybe you're holding a grudge against someone or just have something that you're hanging on to because you've just decided that you're going to stay upset about it and it's just woven into your past and so you're holding on to it. But you ask yourself if all of those feelings are a result of those actions taken by that different version that you no longer are anymore. And if the answer is yes, then face those feelings really truthfully. And just try not to convince yourself that you need to suffer or hang on to them until the end of time because you don't, right? You don't need to do that. No one is sitting there with your feet to the fire saying, you have to hold on to this. No one is. Then own what you did, own your part of it. You know, maybe, um, you know, there was someone else involved that pushed you or caused or instigated or whatever, but you had a part in it, right? So own what you did to contribute to the situation, right or wrong. Apologize or make amends if you can. Um, If there's another person involved, maybe it's just time, you know, it's time to make amends where you can and then just leave it. Dr. Matt James says this great thing about letting go of these parts of your past. And he says to release that part of your past that you need to forgive, it's helpful to remember that we're all doing the best we can in any moment. If you had known that your action would cause pain to others or yourself in this way, you probably wouldn't have done it the way that you did it. And even if you knew that you might have been causing damage at the time, you had no idea how much you would regret it in the future. And that's so huge, right? Because sometimes we even know in those moments, like this isn't great, like what I'm about to do, what I'm about to say, this interaction I'm about to have, it's not great, but we don't realize how much our older, more wise self is gonna regret this in the future. And so don't be so hard on yourself about it you know, really reflect on it and then forgive yourself. There isn't a person on earth that really wants you, or like I said, is forcing you to hold on to these feelings of shame or regret for the rest of your life as it eats away at your soul. And if there is somebody that wants that, they don't love you. They don't really care about you. That means their opinion shouldn't matter that much because trust me, they're going on with their life. They're not generally sitting there thinking about this that you are thinking of. This is all inside of you. And Robin Sharma has this great quote that says, forgiveness isn't approving of what happened. It's choosing to rise above it. So true. So good. You're not saying I was this or this happened. This person and I got into this argument and I was uh, wrong and I'm just gonna forget about it. And, uh, you know, just it's, it's okay. Whatever happened was okay. It isn't that it was okay. And in your mind, this step isn't saying that it's okay. It's just saying, you look at it, you realize the situation, the time, what was going on in your life, those motivators in that moment, and you just have to forgive and then rise above it. So step one to dumping the emotional baggage, reflect with caution uh, and honesty and forgive yourself. Step number two, find the lesson because every less than perfect decision in our lives, the times that we have failed or been a lesser version of ourselves or behaved in some kind of 
uh, negative way in response to situations really leaves us with a nice little buffet of feelings. Some are more difficult than others to work through, but there are these residual feelings as part of it you know, naturally, but they also leave us with a lesson and some are some hard pills to swallow. But once you commit to step one, to reflecting with caution and forgiving, you can really begin to dive in to see the lesson. So let's say you were in a long relationship where you never felt understood or you were belittled, let's say. You may learn to just lock away feelings in all areas of your life because of that one big situation that you had in that relationship. But once you can really identify what caused you to hide yourself and stay kind of closed, you can start to take baby steps in rewriting from that point. It takes a lot of patience and time to kind of undo these old thoughts, but you're not a victim anymore. You can choose where to go from here. And a great quote on this, Alexander Pope, a man should never be ashamed to own he has been in the wrong, which is but saying that he is wiser today than he was yesterday. There isn't a person that has done things, said things, been a part of things that they are not proud of. We all make dumbass mistakes, you know, in our youth, maybe just in a situation because emotions or tensions were high. But you know there's a lesson in there. There always is. In those worst moments of yourself where you think, was I possessed? Those are the moments where you're like, okay, but no, I wasn't. But what was going on? What's the lesson that I can learn? Is it that, you know, I'm not going to let myself get so worn down. I'm not going to hold things in for so long that then I become really vulnerable and I just snap you know, things like that. There's always a lesson in there that you can carry on to the next phase of your life and just move forward. Number three, affirm new boundaries. So just as it's going to take some time to loosen the past grip on your emotions, it's also going to take consistency. You can't say you're going to do this one day, uh, reflect and forgive, and then the next day you're going to let it all swoosh back in and start feeling it again. You have to check in with yourself pretty consistently and identify that you're on track, that you are committed to really being consistent and working through these past emotions so that you become less likely to slip into those old patterns. So affirm on a really regular basis kind of what you want your life to be like and then remain committed to doing whatever it takes to get there. And step one of this is you're going to have to set some boundaries with people or situations. So whether it's people that impacted you during that time, whether it was that you were... um, burning the candle at both ends, it wore you out, it didn't put you in a good decision-making place, and you made a bad decision, you have really allowed those people, those situations to kind of live in your mind and take up a lot of room. So when you decide that you're going to put some boundaries around maybe those people or those situations, those people in your life are not going to like it at first because they've really grown used to you being this little fractured, weakened version of yourself. And so they're not going to like that you set some boundaries, but it's your life that's at stake here. So really stay firm 
within your boundaries and that'll send the message loud and clear and it'll open up some space because you're not going to let these people or these situations, um, these mistakes, these regrets live and take up space. As a person with healthy boundaries understands that making their expectations clear not only helps the person, but it helps the other person, right? It doesn't help you just accept what you are going to put up with from other people, but it establishes to those other people what they can expect from you, that you're a different person now. You're not sitting here being weak and fractured. They're not going to get the best of you. Um, You know, you're not in that same place anymore. And they will only know that if you set those boundaries and just make them clear. Next, look at who is around you. Sometimes it's easier for an outsider to recognize if you're getting off track or if you seem out of balance. So think of a close friend, a sister, a brother, and really talk about your plans and the changes that you're trying to make, uh, whether it's with them or maybe you need a therapist or a coach. And you just need that person to give you some accountability. And maybe you also look at the people that you are interacting with um, and see if you are struggling um, making positive strides with in other areas too so you know maybe these close people in your life can really kind of put some eyeballs on your other relationships and maybe expand what it is that you're trying to work on and say you know what this this does make sense because in this other area you do this too and they might help you connect some dots which is really really great Um, because the people who are around you can make uh, change difficult sometimes like they don't mean it they often care about you and they love you and they have probably enabled a little bit of this Um, but the people that are doing it in a way that's keeping you from moving forward maybe they just don't even know that they're doing that maybe they don't know they're enabling you you know maybe they're just trying to be neutral and just supportive um, but you need something different right now. So if you have friends or people in your life, sometimes you have a therapist even that is so like on your side sometimes that it doesn't really allow you to grow and explore what it is that you actually need because they're kind of validating. That's not a great therapist, by the way, but sometimes it happens. Um, but you need to kind of recognize and maybe go right into those relationships or the people that call you out. Um, because they really do have a greater impact. And even though it might sting sometimes, uh, they are going to help you by being very honest and objective. Dr. Diana Robinson says, whether we fear making others uncomfortable by changing or we simply worry we won't be accepted, our desire to belong is a powerful force that can influence our decision making. So it's true, like you have to pick, you know, are we going to, are we going to go ahead and dive in and make others uncomfortable and then actually be able to move on with our lives because we have become clear and we're setting some boundaries? Or are we so worried about being accepted and liked and being such a great person and wanting to belong that we're just going to stay stuck in these you know, feelings and carrying this baggage around? So don't be afraid to talk. 
to a professional if you need to speak your goals to your family or friends and pull new people into your circle that can really help you see things that you are not seeing and last but not least be patient once you are ready to uh, put your mask on first, as they say in life, you may have the urge to just dive in and flip everything on its head and set 12 new goals for yourself in the next 30 days. But that's not how it goes, especially in midlife. There are steps that you need to take, right? Being really eager and excited to focus on self-care is a great thing, but be realistic about how long it might take to change your thinking. And that's what's going to help keep you from burning out or giving up or reverting right back to that really cozy spot of just carrying this burden around and being this martyr. And when you start to feel that you're becoming impatient with yourself and like you're not going to be able to dump this baggage, this is just not going to work, you should have never tried, really identify how that feels. Are you, are you, agitated? Are you frustrated when you find yourself kind of drifting back into those thoughts and feelings? Because it's going to happen. But the key is to identify the feeling when you're in it and really be aware. So let's say you said yes to someone when you really wanted to say no, you're going to feel frustrated because it might tie back to some situation where you recognize in your past, you have always been saying yes to things that you don't want to say yes to. And so it's going to bring up this frustration again. But you said, you know, you're going to set these boundaries and here you go again, but just it's fine. Give yourself some time. These feelings, these behaviors have taken years to take root and sort of uh, weave themselves into who you are. And sometimes we just think that we're destined to be a certain type of person. You take a personality test or you, you, know, you take an Enneagram and you're like, yeah, well, this is just how I am. And that's true. We do have these certain tendencies, but a lot of the baggage that you carry that really impacts how you act every day, how you show up to people around you, those are not necessarily things that are permanent, right? Those are a result of things that you felt that you uh, now are trying to kind of protect and hide. And it's really not the best thing for you. What we all need to do is really take our time and just look at the feelings that we are feeling and give yourself more space in your head to be creative, to grow. Because you need to take these uh, steps into consideration when you say, okay, well, I wanna clear some of this bullshit out, right? So these are the five steps, you know, reflect with caution. So that means you're gonna have a lot of things that come up, but you really do have to forgive yourself and realize the whole situation was different then. Everything was different. You weren't really the same. You didn't have the same drivers that made you to make decisions. You didn't have uh, stressors, or maybe you had more stressors than you have now. And then the let's not underestimate the maturity level. You know, a lot of times these things happen because we don't have the problem-solving skills that we do as we get older. So that is an important step one, reflect and forgive. Number two, find the lesson because we know there's one in there, friend. It's in there. 
something about what happened or a situation that you have been a part of that you created that you reacted poorly to there's a lesson in there and for me many times it's as simple as i was worn out i was worn out it didn't put me in a great place to make good decisions Um, i was stressed to the max because of different situations and it led me to a place where i was really vulnerable to uh, not making great decisions. So there's a lesson in there that's like, don't let yourself burn out, right? Don't put yourself in a position where you're so tired and so fried that you're gonna snap or you're gonna make a decision or make a comment that isn't great. Next, affirm new boundaries. Look at the people in your life and just say, look, enough, okay? Like I can't continue to live in this way and be okay. Like. I need to set some boundaries so that I have some time to take care of my own self so that the past doesn't grip me like this and I can just move ahead with a little more space, like I said, and just live in a new way. Setting those boundaries is hard, especially with the people that know you to be a certain way, but it's so key. And you don't have to do it in a big way. Like, I'm never gonna talk to you again. It's like, you know, if it has to be well, once a month, I'm going to get together and do this instead of once a week, because once a week just is too much, right? And usually things like that are easy to make a small adjustment with. And next, look at who's around you. You know, there are people in your life that really love you and want the best for you and that are going to be super honest and know that their honesty isn't going to destroy your relationship. And if that has to be a therapist, an outsider, fine. If it has to be a life coach, fine. But if it's a family friend or just somebody in your immediate family that uh, just loves you and just is encouraging you to dump it out, dump it out. You know, sometimes you have people in your life in that immediate circle that make it harder for you. And then there's those others. If you really allow yourself to open up, they're going to just help. They're going to help by saying, let's, let's dump it out. And let me just tell you how it looks from my end. So We don't want to always, um, you know, look so far outside of our circle to get that help and get that support. Sometimes that is that person that you are with all the time. You know, for me, it's probably my sister, one of my one of my girls, you know, for certain situations, it might be one of my cousins, whatever. But the point is, you have people in your life and they're going to love you unconditionally. And if they don't, if you feel like they don't have what you need because of how they are that's not your person you need a person that is going to pretty much nod and accept and then say yeah well definitely here's where i would see that you kind of went off track this is the spot and here's what i think you know from my perspective because it seemed like this was going on you know and like talk it through definitely look at who is around you and finally be patient you know like they say put your mask on first that means really take care of the issues at hand, look back, do the forgiveness, do the moving on slowly, take your time. It took a long time for those things to get embedded into who you are as a person and just set a you know couple goals, you know, couple small things about how you want to go on from this point, really taking care of yourself. And whenever you feel yourself becoming a little bit impatient, kind of identify those feelings in your body and and just say, okay, like I know that this is happening because I'm digging up some old stuff. 
I'm moving some dirt around and it's a little uncomfortable, but that's okay. That's just gonna be part of it. The only way out is through. Like you gotta feel these things again. Um, And sometimes, you know, you fall off the wagon and you're just like, nope, I can't. But you have to keep going because it doesn't serve you to hang on to this stuff. And it really takes you into your life uh, kind of from a weakened place. And what you're doing is just adding um, new life experiences to these old uh, negative feelings that you're kind of keeping shackled inside of you. And you don't need to do that. You need to kind of clear some stuff away, clear your mind, forgive yourself, and then just make a little bit of open white space in there to start trying some new things and do some new things. That's what uh, midlife is for. And my favorite Viktor Frankl quote, when we are no longer able to change a situation, we are challenged to change ourselves. Love that, right? Because sometimes you can look at something from all angles and you're like, I've done everything I can. And somehow um, I just can't move this feeling out of me. Well, then you got to look at yourself. What are the things that are contributing to this? Again, do you need more focus, self-care? Do you need to talk to somebody to help you? Whatever you need to do, if you are not able to change the feelings, the situation, uh, you are challenged then to change yourself. And that's a biggie. Oldie but a goodie, that one right there. I love it. So friend, that is all I have for you today. I hope you have a great rest of your day and I'll see you next time. Hey friend, a reminder, if you enjoy the show, please hop on, give us a five-star review and leave me a comment. I'd love to hear from you.